This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, July 19th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. When conservatives opposed to increasing immigration use the word amnesty to refer to the main bill under discussion, what are they talking about? Alex Narasta, a policy analyst at the Cato Institute, argues that amnesty defined by legislation currently under consideration is hardly a free pass. There are several U.S. representatives, several uh, commentators who view Uh, are using the word amnesty to refer to the provisions in the Senate bill that legalizes undocumented workers. And uh, they're using this term as a pejorative to refer to essentially a free pass. So, you know, in 86, when you and I've talked before, you said, look, 1986, that was an amnesty. Uh, So what, what, you know, what was, what were the terms of the 86 reform and what are the terms in the Senate bill now? Well, it's funny you say that. Like in 1986, um, and the journalist Pilar Marrero of the, um, Law Opinion uh, has hilarious stories about the 1986 reform where, where uh, INS agents were walking down the streets of Los Angeles with giant sombreros on, literally signing people up for green cards who came onto the street, you know, playing mariachi music. I mean, a, a literal sort of you couldn't get more stereotypical and ridiculous than that. Now, in contrast to that 1986, uh, you know, amnesty, the um, bill right now in the Senate require has numerous steps to it that take a total of 13 years from the time the bill goes into effect until the legalized immigrant can apply for citizenship, assuming that all the steps go go well. Steps include, you know, paying any and all outstanding tax bills, going through numerous national security and background checks, $1,000 fine, a couple $500 fees, uh, making sure that they never go on welfare, that they um, make incomes at the federal poverty level, and then at later stages above the federal poverty level, uh, speaking English, as well as all the other normal fees and tests that they have to go through to get a citizen to get citizenship and a green card. So I don't think any reasonable person can look at a 13-year-long process that costs thousands of dollars with numerous loopholes that has numerous provisions in it to punish people for uh, previously breaking immigration laws and honestly and sincerely say that that is amnesty. So uh, the provisions you're talking about here, though, th- these are separate. Um, <clears throat> the provisions you're talking about that occur over 13 years, these are renewable things that you then have to go through multiple background checks, multiple fees. And of course, you're dealing with the federal government at every step of this process. Yes, absolutely. So the first round, it's a six-year um, status called registered provisional immigrant status. It's essentially a work permit that um, you can prove that you're here illegally working after going through these battery of background checks, paying fines on that. Then you get to the second round where you have to reapply for that after six years. And then you have to show further that you're above a certain level of uh, poverty in the United States. You've been working continuously. You haven't left the United States, et cetera. After four years on that, assuming that the feds have met their enforcement goals in terms of uh, rolling out E-Verify and putting in place a lot of the border security provisions of the bill, then they can proceed to the green card portion of it, apply for a green card, pay all the normal fees. And after three years on that, then they can apply for uh, citizenship if they so desire citizenship. Now, uh, after 1986, the 1986 reform, how many of those people who were legalized eventually became citizens? Only 40%. 
So only 40% of the people legalized in 1986 eventually became citizens, according to the best data that we have available on that topic. Why? Uh, I think the main reason is that people come to this country for economic opportunity. They don't come here so that they can cast a ballot for the Republicans or the Democrats in a national election. And those are the main uh, benefits of becoming a citizen. I mean, there are other benefits. You have more security. You know that you're not going to ever be deported unless you lied on your forms. Um, you can own a firearm, which is something that those of us at Cato think is very important. But the average immigrant doesn't come here for that kind of stuff. Poles are clearly come here for economic opportunity. And a green card gives you that opportunity. It allows you to work. It allows you to change jobs. It allows you to buy insurance, buy a house, to basically follow the American dream um, legally and openly. And you can live on a green card happily your entire life in the United States, work, become very wealthy. And the thing that you're missing out on is the ability to vote. Some states own a firearm. And, you know, a, a tiny bit of insecurity. I mean, I guess that could be revoked, uh, green card status, but that hasn't really happened. With these registered provisional status, pretty much any arrest or uh, charges that are filed against you, that can essentially get you deported. Well, if you are arrested on it and you are convicted for a felony, then yes. Or if you have three misdemeanors, then you do not um, – you cannot uh, qualify to continue on, you will be considered an unlawful immigrant, and they will put in place normal deportation proceedings. Now, that also applies to unlawful immigrants, you know, these crimes that they committed them in the past, you know, before this uh, legalization provision goes forward. So you can't have been like a violent or property criminal. You can't have uh, violated American drug laws to any serious degree or anything like that. This is, um, you know, that the legalization portion applies to a um, you know, uh, for forgiveness over a long period of time after many hoops of immigration violations only. One of the provisions here is that you've paid all your taxes, uh, but for many people who are here illegally, they're not using proper paperwork. Um, they are working under the table. Uh, so, how has that been construed in terms of paying taxes on perhaps income that was earned? And not report it. Yeah, the interesting thing is a lot of the government statistics uh, estimate that between about 55 and 75 percent of all unauthorized immigrants do pay their taxes. They do file uh, federal tax returns. They get money taken out of their paychecks, etc. But the issue that a lot of like proponents of reform have said is that these immigrants, when they're legalized, they're going to have to like pay their back taxes, and that's just impossible and it's just simply not true. It's just been a mistake, I think, on the part of a lot of uh, reform proponents. It's really without these types of tax records or if you pay taxes but you used a different social security number or you had you know, improper paperwork in some way, even if you still paid your taxes, it's very difficult to impossible for the IRS to do an audit going backwards like that of so many people. So it's not a – this bill does not apply. It does, does not make immigrants pay back taxes or do tax audits of them. What it says is they have to pay all of their outstanding taxes, so the tax bills that are tied to them directly, and they have to pay all their taxes going forward and show evidence that they have actually filed tax returns going forward. Alex Narasta is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work on immigration at our website, cato.org. 